0: we present another episode of your own serial, Castlewick Light. Tom Palmer is up and about again, and to everyone's relief, has agreed to take the Peacock's grandchildren out in his new launch. Clive is worried because Dorothy Peggs seems to be getting confidential information, which keeps putting her one move ahead in the fight for the art studio. Meanwhile, Billy is steadily adapting to his new life. And he and Marge are back to the old routine of preparing the Castlewick light for opening time.
1: that we've already got a dog. Oh, he's
2: too old to train now. I know that, Billy. But how do you expect
1: Jasper to take to a new dog around the place? I mean They've got to
2: be brought up Do it, you see. He's bad enough
1: when somebody brings a dog into the barn. What oh, we're not
2: thinking about now, we're just Remember trying to... Remember what he did to
1: that King Charles spaniel?
2: Mr Irwin was only looking ahead, that's all. And Jasper's nearly eleven, so we won't be here forever. And you just can't go out and get a guide dog with a Will. You'd be lucky
1: to get one that's as good a, job oh, a dog as I Oh, don't worry, Archer.
2: Marge. I wouldn't be without Jasper. Anyway, I reckon the way he sticks by me side since the accident is as good as a guide dog for the time being. Anyway, we'd better get moving, love. It must be time to open up.
1: Well, you were the one that raised the issue. Jimmy
2: Irwin, the mobility officer, if you remember. whatever it was, don't forget.
1: I live here as well, and I like to be consulted about what's going what's on. That's
2: all. This then, row amongst management. Good well, morning, Tom. You're in Brighton early.
1: Thought you were doing another trip with Major Peacock's little grandchildren.
2: Major was saying just how much they enjoyed the first one. And as for you, Tommy, old shipmate, I reckon it did you a hell of a lot of good. Ah, well, you might just be right, Billy. I never thought I'd bring myself to go to sea again. Nor did I. Well, I'm glad they're going out on another one. Yes, well, apparently their mother can't get over this weekend. If I were her,
1: I wouldn't be keen on them going out. We all know exactly how quickly a storm can blow I'll up. Oh, give
2: it a rest, Marge. It's about time you got gone on Don't worry, it. Billy. I know what she means. But it's better left unsaid. I'm telling you, to pull yourself together. Billy! It doesn't do any good, love. Certainly doesn't help me, nor poor old Tom, who's shown a lot more courage than you give him credit for. But... Me. Be quiet, woman! Let me have me say, we've got the light to run together. All this bickering will ruin us and the pub will be finished. And none of us wants that. Look, I only so want you to... So you just watch out, or I'll be setting Jasper on you. Just You see if I don't.
1: Oh, Billy, you grumpy old bear you. I love you so much. Sorry, Tom. Tom ran away with me.
2: Well, come on, then. This is all very well watching you two pouring each other. But do I get served a point of blades, or do I have to pull it myself?
3: Mm, oh, that was a lovely piece of pub, Eleanor. Should be, the price it was. You know, you'd think that fish would be cheaper in a place like this
4: hardly any local fishermen left. That's the problem. I
3: suppose you're right. Even Tom Palmer only goes out these days with anglers and holidaymakers.
4: He's done pretty well to go out at all since the accident. You know, George, I rather flatter myself that I had something to do with that. Really? Well, yes. How come? Well, I found him sitting in the church one evening when I went in to wash the flowers. Sitting in the dark all by himself. Gracious!
3: Has he gone all religious
4: there? really. Just brooding, I imagine. Anyway, I gave him a bit of a talking to and suggested the trip with James and Emily. He couldn't really refuse once I got my teeth in.
3: Mm, Yes, I can imagine exactly how the poor man felt. Oh, George,
4: don't be awful. It was all in a good cause. Well,
3: I think Emily and James did their bit too. I mean, they really turned up trumps on that trip. I think it was quite bowled over by their enthusiasm
4: oh dear you know george it's a frightful pity ruth couldn't get over for that second boat trip tom promised them
3: couldn't get over my foot couldn't be bothered you mean it's about time ruth thought more about her children and her mother oh hello you two what'll it be
5: no don't worry clive i'll get this one. First time this weekend i've been able to drag beth in
0: spring cleaning i'm afraid hello clive Nice
5: to see you, Major. Find a blaze, please, Billy, and a glass of white wine, nicely chilled. Coming up, Jeremy. As you are saying, Major, the point is that we just can't understand why that Pegswoman woman always seems to be one step ahead of us. Mm, well, well, she's very sharp. Mm, yeah, she's sharp, all right. But a bit too sharp. I mean, how on earth did she find out about the health food shop in the first place? And then discovering that Bloomfield was the one selling the art studio, it was all a dead secret. It's almost as if she's got inside information on every move we make. I'm sure she's
0: just very well organised, Clive.
5: You don't mean to just say, Clive, that you think one of us is playing the mole? Oh,
0: Jeremy, you always suspect the worst in people,
3: even your friends. It's Clive who's suspicious, not me. Oh, a bit unlikely if you ask me. I can't see any of us as nice people as fifth columnists. Well, then how
5: do you explain the preservation order being slapped on the art studio the very day we were going to exchange contracts? Quite
0: what there is to preserve about that place, I really don't know.
5: It's not the studio,
3: it's what they think may lie in the grounds.
2: You drink Coming.
3: Oh, I suppose it's understandable. After all, it might have some more Roman remains under. Roman remains, Major. What on earth is it? Oh, didn't Jeremy tell you, Beth? They found some Roman coins in the garden. They're pretty rare for this part of the world. Roman coins? Yeah, I'm afraid so.
5: Just when we were about to go through with the purchase.
0: Oh, what bad luck, Clive. Has the sale completely fallen through? One white. Mm.
5: Cheers. Uh, Cheers. Not completely. Uh, still a slim chance. Yeah, funny, isn't it? I know the history of the pretty well, and apart from its name, I don't recall anything else about Romans. Well, you can't be an expert at everything, can you,
3: of course, just because they've found some old coins doesn't mean necessarily that it's a major archaeological site. No, but they'll have to check it out, won't they? Well,
0: I suggest we stop worrying about it. If this health food centre is meant to be, I'm sure it'll all work out in the end.
5: Yeah, that's what I like about you, Beth. We see the best in everything, and everybody. Except me. Oh, take care.
3: A ship in full
5: sail is just entering the harbour. Oh, well, that's a turn-up. You don't often see Dorothy Peggs in the light. Perhaps she's checking up that you aren't getting up to any more mischief. Watch out, she's coming over. Oh,
1: good evening, Miss Peggs. Good evening, Major, Mr. Blades, Mr. and Mrs. Halstead.
5: Not often we see you in here, Dorothy.
1: Indeed not, Mr. Blades, which could never be said of you and your friends. No, uh, my mission tonight is entirely one of business. Really? Really. Uh, as a matter of fact, it's quite exciting. Uh, knowing your interest in local history, I feel sure you're bound to find it so. Oh. Something to do with those old coins? Precisely, Mrs. Halsted. Those old coins, as you put it, could well be the clue to a hitherto unknown
5: Roman settlement. Just by sheer chance, bang on the side of the art studio. By
1: a perfect coincidence... Highly appropriate, one might say. It will all be an ideal site for, uh, my, for
5: our heritage centre. Oh, you've got to admire the woman's nerve. In
1: fact, uh, I'm meeting Dr. Aston from the County Archaeological Society to discuss the possibility of excavation. Uh, you may know that he was, until recently, a senior lecturer at Durham University. Oh, come on.
5: Dorothy, you don't think we're going to fall for a prank like this? Roman coins, I excavations.
1: Know, I don't know what you mean, Mr.
5: Blaise. Well, then I'll damn well tell you. If you think that you and your accomplices are going to get us to drop our interest in buying the studio, well then you've got another. Th- May I
1: th- observe that you appear to have had too much to drink, Mr.
0: Blake? I think it's about time we were going, Jeremy. Jeremy, Clive, Major, perhaps you'd like to drop by for a coffee at Lansham Cottage, Jeremy. All
5: right, I heard. I'm just rather interested There's just one thing I'd like to know, Dorothy. Play things straight, eh? No hoodwinking. I'll be happy to go back with Beth and Jeremy, and, and that'll leave you and the Major free to go and entertain your blooming lecturer.
3: Why, Clive? I mean, why me?
5: Oh, well, don't look so
3: innocent. I mean, who else could have possibly fed Dorothy Peggs with all our confidential information?
5: Clive,
0: do be careful. Young
3: man, I'm inclined to agree with what Miss Peggs said about your having too much to drink. You asked me to help you with the scheme, remember? Yeah, that was my mistake.
0: Stop it, Clive. Come on, you're coming back to Lantern Cottage for some coffee. I'm sorry about this, Major. Oh, leave Clive alone, woman. What do you expect from an aesthetic? Dear me, I seem to have stirred up a hornet's nest, don't I? Well, I'm off, and I suggest
5: that if you know what's good for you, you all come with me and leave Miss Peggs to her own business. Hey, Beth, wait for me.
3: You've forgotten your coat. Oh, I'm sorry, Jeremy. You'll have to ask Beth to be good enough to excuse me. I must be getting along. Eleanor will be wondering what has happened to me. Good night, Miss Peggs. Good evening,
1: Major.
5: Coffee sounds like a good idea. Perhaps you'll excuse me as well, Miss Peggs. I suddenly feel that I've seen enough of this place for one evening. Of
1: course, Mr. Halstead. I'm just on my way myself. Well, well, well. What a disgrace. An exercise in digging one's own grave, wouldn't you say? ah uh-huh.
5: With any luck, our smart estate agent Clive Blades has got one foot in the grave
6: already.
1: It's very good of you to see me, Geoffrey. Not
6: at all, Mary. That's what a vicar's here for. Anyway, you seemed very anxious when I spoke to you over the phone.
1: Well, it's not all that surprising. I- Oh, that's
6: all right, Rose.
1: Hello, Rose. Hope Geoffrey isn't working you too hard. Couldn't remember, Mrs. Taggart. Was it black or white? Pardon? The coffee dear. Oh, yes, sorry. White, please. Right you are, then. Coming up. Thank you.
6: Lovely woman, Rose. I'm so blessed to have such a devoted housekeeper. No
1: substitute for a good wife.
6: No, of course not. But it has its advantages. When you think of the hard life she's had, three children to bring up single-handed, It's a wonder she's got through at all.
1: What did happen to her husband?
6: Fisherman lost at sea when the youngest boy was only three months. She moved to Castlewick shortly afterwards.
1: Oh, I thought he'd run away from her.
6: Of course, it's her simple faith that's seen her through.
1: I see.
6: (laughs) Dear me, here am I rabbiting on when it was you who came to talk to me. Now, what's worrying you, Mary?
1: Oh, yes, me. What's wrong? You see, it is Paul, and...
6: You don't mean to say that husband of yours has been upsetting you?
1: Well, that's one way of putting it. Gee up, folks. Now, where shall I put this tray? Um, move that table over here. There's a laugh. Which one? Oh, not you, dear. The vicar. Oh, silly me. I should be saying coffee. Oh,
6: I don't know what I'm going to do with you, Rose.
1: No, no, Father Marsh. None of that, then.
6: Remember,
1: you're a man of the cloth. Oh,
6: see what I mean, Mary?
1: Oh, don't you believe a word of it, dear? Thank you. That coffee smells lovely. Oh, and you must try one of my cheese scones.
6: Oh, you must, Mary. They're really divine.
1: Oh, there he goes again. Who says because I've got a sense of humour?
6: Uh, now, where were we?
4: She scorns, I think. Uh,
6: yes. Uh, um, about your husband, Mr. Taggart. Paul.
4: Yes, Paul. I
6: haven't seen him in church recently.
4: No,
1: you won't have done. You see, that's the problem. The fact is, he he's left me. Thank you.